60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. If you're new to our show, welcome. Robert Palmer is the consumer empowering voice explaining all important facets of finance from savings to credit cards, credit scores, loans of all types, and building financial wealth. And this is everyday finance empowerment. This is from the day you get your first paycheck, what you do with that paycheck, the bills you pay, when you pay them, raising your credit scores, and of course, maybe buying a home, maybe even creating a financial empire through owning homes, and of course, then having rentals as well. But it all starts with what you do with each and every dollar. And you know, we go through life, you know, learning how to make a living from kindergarten right through high school and college, and maybe a higher degree than that, all designed to teach us how to make money. But what happened? There's a disconnect here. Nobody taught us along the way then what to do with the money, how to be smart with our money. Well, that's what Robert Palmer does right here every day of the week. He's on the air somewhere telling people great lessons, great lessons so they can become empowered. Today, we're going to talk about the government starting to crack down on some of these for-profit colleges out there, and you may have been ripped off. We'll talk about renters and the cost you run into because you move around a lot. We'll talk about the great reasons to consider a refinance and a refinance now. And we'll talk about the show and how this show came along. And it's all about giving back from Robert Palmer. Let's get started. Robert, the consumer protection folks in Washington are telling us that many of us have been ripped off by some of these colleges that advertise a ton. We're talking about the for-profit colleges uh, who committed fraud, uh, who committed these acts, who preyed on unsuspecting out-of-work individuals. You know, Rob, one of the, the big tech techniques they used uh, to find people to try to sign up for the colleges is they would set up res- they would set up sites for fake jobs. Right? This this actually happened. So they would set up a they would run an ad on Monster or Career Builder for a fake job in a, in a particular industry, and then they would get all these resumes from people who were trying to apply for a job because they were unemployed. And then if your resume showed you were unemployed, and if the resume showed that you were probably in a desperate state, they would now reach out to you, and that was a lead. That was a lead for them for a potential student. Uh, And when you've got educational institutions operating in these manners, you know, tricking people into sending their contact information in under the guise of employment in order to then be called by a slick salesman who was selling subprime mortgages six weeks before and is now selling you on the idea of signing up for college uh, and is going to prey on the fact that you're unemployed, that you're looking for work. You know, you got to remember, Rob, when this trend started, the economy was in a bad place. Remember that? Uh, There were so many jobless kids. They'd gotten out of high school. They couldn't afford to go to Florida, Florida State, couldn't afford to go to the big schools. And as you explained six years ago, I remember it so clearly now that I'm thinking back and during your dissertation, I've been thinking about the things you pointed out. And you said, so there were a whole bunch of kids that couldn't get jobs. Not just kids, Rob. I mean, they, they targeted adults, adults as yeah. well. Yeah, anybody who was out of work. It was, a, it was a bad economy. Nobody could get a job. And all of a sudden, you get something that says, hey, you can have a little pocket cash. You can get a brand new computer. And we're going to throw in some kind of education. And we're going to accept everybody. Absolutely. pretty much it. <laughs> that, that, that's it. And then we're going to saddle you with these loans. And, and, and now we're... We're again, we're looking at the next big credit crisis wow. in this country. Uh, and just as we're starting to see a housing recovery, uh, you know, all the articles now are talking about how foreclosure rates are, you know, hitting lows, delinquency on mortgages is at lows. Mm. Uh, everything we have finally come out of the mortgage meltdown and the mortgage crisis. Uh, most people have have either regained equity, you know, because home values have increased substantially. Most people either regained equity over the last uh, two, three years. Uh, or or worked through their issues and got back on their feet and are now, you know, we're getting back into a normal housing market from a delinquency standpoint. Uh, there's not as many people in foreclosure. There's not as much pain uh, and destruction being caused in people's financial lives by the mortgage industry. Uh, and now we have this this next uh, ugly beast rearing its head 
and it's going to be student loans. It's going to be uh, federally, again, just just like mortgages. You know, mortgages were federally guaranteed uh, because of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and Jenny Mae. And now we have a problem with federally guaranteed student loans going down the exact same path. And, and, and I think this bailout will be much, much larger. You know, I think the loss to taxpayers uh, is going to be much, much larger when the dust settles on this because, uh, again, you know, with 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 housing, uh, there was a tangible item there, right, Rob? There was a house, you know, yeah. there was something to live in. And so when they came out with HARP, the Home Affordable Refinance Program, and they were able to lower people's payments considerably, uh, it then became more affordable to stay in the home with the new lower payment than to walk away from the home. Uh, there's nothing like that that can be done with student loans. You know, if, if someone went to a college that, that, that was committing fraud and that was falsifying documents and that was lying about potential job placements and everything else we see going on here, uh, there's, there's nothing like that they can do. There's, there's nothing they, they can do. It's just funny, Rob. I just got a text, uh, 941 Erica. They said, I worked for Corinthian and everything you're saying is spot on. The school is full of lies, deceit, greed, large egos. I was a recruiter uh, for one of them. Management purposely lied to us and kept us in the dark on many issues, especially financial aid. I thought I was doing the right thing and helping people, but in the end of the day, it was all wrong. Uh, this is this. I'm telling you, this is this is a mirror image of the mortgage industry, uh, and it's happening over there. And, and Corinthian is just the first to fall. I mean, don't don't think that they were the only the only institution uh, doing this. I, I think they're the first of many to fall. Uh, I think the Department of Education, who never really in the past, Rob, has had to worry about enforcement. You know, they probably don't even really have an enforcement division, right? Because, because, I mean, if you look back when you had these, these institutions that had been around, you know, nonprofit colleges uh, that were institutions and had been around for hundreds of years, right? Uh, And were ingrained in in the communities where they were. uh, And and again, there was only so many people that could attend on the campus. So there were some constraints to growth. Uh, And if you think about it, you know, not everybody gets in because they only have so much classroom space and everything else. The industry kind of policed itself. And then because of the rise of internet and, and online education, which I think, I think can be a great thing. You know, I think, I think people being able to learn online can be a great thing. I think bringing the possibility for, uh, you know, for college education to people who otherwise would not have been able to, uh, to take advantage of that is a great thing. But uh, as with any industry, when you have something new pop up like this uh, and, and the internet is boundless and there's no constraints to growth, and there's no quality control in check. There's no regulation. There's no enforcement division over at the Department of Education to make sure these colleges are telling the truth. And all of a sudden, you've got for-profit companies realizing they can make billions of dollars. Remember, $3.5 billion in five years in student loans. That means they received $3.5 billion in revenue. So this for-profit college had seven was it, $700 million a year in income over the last five years for $3.5 billion. So when a company realizes that they can make $700 million a year by falsifying a couple of documents, well, there's apparently people out there that will take advantage of that. There are bad actors all over the place. Uh, the internet seems to you know, boost some of this and the internet seems to facilitate a lot of this. And, and it became this nameless, faceless beast sucking money out of, our, out of the student loan system saddling up and coming people, saddling people who are just trying to get back on their feet, saddling people who just want a better life with debt and giving them almost nothing in return. And now it's time to pay the piper and it's time to pay the piper as a society, as a, as a country, as a government who let this happen. If we're going to, if we're going to guarantee student loans, Rob, if our federal government, which I think is a good thing, you know, I think it's a good thing that we want to make education available but just like with every other government program, there's always going to be fraud. There's always going to be bad actors. There's always going to be people trying to take advantage of the system. And if you do not police it, if you do not enforce it, right? Imagine if the IRS didn't have auditors, right? Imagine if the IRS did not have any type of enforcement. Imagine if the IRS just trusted everyone to fill out their tax returns correctly uh, and file them. It, it probably would not happen, right? A lot of people <laughs> file correctly out of fear of audit, fear of repercussions. Well, because the Department of Education had no enforcement division to speak of, no one to go out and regulate these, no one to go out and watch these colleges like Corinthian, uh, who have now been shut down after saddling people with $3.5 billion worth of debt, we find ourselves in the situation we are in today as a society. Uh, And again, it is now our responsibility because we as the taxpayers, we as the voters, uh, allowed the people that we put in power to let the Department of Education not have any enforcement and we're going to end up eating a, a who knows how many billion dollar bill. I mean, if just one single company, if just Corinthian had three and a half billion dollars, 
Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find out before the end of the show what the total outstanding volume of student loans is. Uh, and again, not not all of them are are gonna be bad actors. Not all of them are going to uh, fit the criteria and will have taken advantage of students. Uh, but there's a bunch of them out there that I guarantee you have. So stay tuned to Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer as we'll continue to stay on top of this story and try to find ways that maybe, just maybe, you can get some reimbursement out of this mess. And you can't be too careful when it comes for a lot of these schools that advertise throughout the day because they know they're reaching an audience that's sitting on the couch. And they know that many of you are looking for work and may be desperate for work and may see those commercials and say, well, if I take that course, maybe I can get a job. So keep listening. Robert's got a lot more ammunition on this in upcoming weeks. Okay. You know, in the saving thousands world that we live in, in the Robert Palmer family of companies, we've created a lot of things. First of all, we created the radio show. Then we created our own studios and more and more companies. And one of those companies is savingthousands.com. Savingthousands.com is your portal to a lot of financial empowerment tools. When you go to that site, you're going to find something called the rules to success, the saving thousands rules to success. These are rules that Robert has created that are not so much rules as they are financial empowerment guidelines. That's right. There are just 15 items that if you kind of make those your roadmap, it's kind of like the GPS that you have in your car. It kind of gives you the directions with your money so that there'll be more money left at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, end of retirement, whatever it is. See, the GPS in your car gets you there at the right time, right? And around traffic. Well, these 15 rules act just like that. They help you to avoid the traps and help you to avoid the mistakes that we consumers do often make. So during the show today, I'll touch on some of those rules, and I hope that you will follow along at savingthousands.com. Well, Robert, let's go back to those days when we had just gotten out of college and we were those carefree renters. And let's also talk about the related cost. I mean, I don't know about you, Rob, but I know back when I rented, I moved around a lot, right? Me too. Like, Ooh, you yeah. know, it, it was like uh, when the when the one year lease was up, I was off to the next place because they usually want to jack the rent up so much that it just wasn't worth it to stay. And so, if you take into account all the money you would have spent on moving trucks or buying beer to bum your buddies to come over and help you move, <laughs> you know, uh, U-Haul trucks, whatever it is. Uh, all of that adds up, you know, and there's usually that period where you can't you can't seem to time it perfectly. So there seems to be times when you pay double rent because you can't get out of the one place in time to get to the next place. I mean, when you look at all the cost savings of home ownership, right, and, and and the power of owning rental of owning real property of owning property in this country, and the first step, right, that first giant leap, is to buy a house for you to live in. That's where it all starts, mm-hmm. you know, to to stop throwing your money away in rent to stop renting a home, and to go out there and buy a home to live in. And that that's the first step. I mean, you can take it so much further, and you can keep that first house as a rental, and you can move into another house, right? I mean, you can you can perpetuate this. You know, you can build up a portfolio of rental properties so that now you become the landlord. You become the guy who's collecting money every month that then goes to make the payment while the asset is going up in value, right? So think about that, right? I mean, a $200,000 house. You've got a tenant paying you $1,500 a month to live in it. You're taking that $1,500 a month and you're sending it on to the mortgage company. And in 10 years, it will have gone up in value, roughly you know, $60,000, $70,000, and the mortgage will have gone down. And, and you didn't do anything, right? You didn't make the payment. I mean, you had to deal with finding the tenants or you had to pay a property manager. I mean, I'm not going to say you did nothing, but when you look at the, the potential earnings, and this is what makes real estate so exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, again, people are people are scared. People saw how bad it can go. Uh, and, and I will tell you, a lot of the factors that created that bubble uh, are no longer legal, right? Most of it was caused by the mortgage industry. Uh, you know, I, I, did a, I did a paper on this, Rob, back in, right before the crash. And uh, I talked about how as home prices had increased, mortgage payments did not because the mortgage industry kept coming up with creative ways to lower people's mortgage payments, right? So first thing we did is we gave them adjustable rate more. So let's say, uh, you know, let, let's say that this, this 2,000 square foot house, uh, the payments, just for round numbers, the, the, it's, it's a $200,000 house, the payment's $1,000 a month, uh, you know, and, and, and it was a 2,000 square foot house, right? And, and so as the value went up, people didn't want to pay more than $1,000 a month. 
So in the mortgage industry, we said, well, how about this? We'll put them on adjustable rate mortgages, right? So when the house was only 200000 we could give them a fixed rate mortgage, and the payment was $1,000 a month, and people are willing to pay $1,000 a month for that house in that neighborhood with that amount of square footage. Yep. So now all of a sudden, the value goes up to 250000 Well, the problem is people still only want to pay $1,000 a month. So we figured out, okay, well, how about this? We'll put them on an adjustable rate mortgage. Then we can give them a, a lower rate in the beginning, so they still have that $1,000 a month payment that they wanted, and even though the house costs two fifty now instead of two hundred, it feels the same to the buyer because all they care about is the monthly payment, right? And so then the house went up in value to three hundred thousand, and so now we had to figure out something again. So now we said, okay, well, how about this? We won't charge them any principal. We'll let them make all the payment toward interest. So now that 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 same house that now costs three hundred thousand, well, if we don't charge them principal and we let them just make an interest only payment, if all they do is pay the monthly interest still on that arm, that adjustable rate mortgage, the payment will stay at $1,000. So when we started this little exercise, <laughs> a fixed rate 30-year mortgage on this house was $1,000 a month. Then the value went up, but to keep the, and the price went up, but to keep the payment from going up, we switched them to an adjustable rate mortgage. So now they could buy the same house with the same $1,000 a month payment. Well, then the value went up again. And so now our solution as an industry was, well, now we're going to have them not pay principal. Instead of a 30-year fixed mortgage, we're going to give them a mortgage that never pays off it's interest only. And now even though the house costs 300000 instead of 200000 the monthly payment will be the exact same because they will pay interest only, right? Well, then the value, the price went up again. And so then the price went up to 350000 And now we're like, man, well, we've, we've already gone from a fixed rate to an adjustable rate. Then we went from a, a mortgage where they were reducing their principal and making a principal payment to a mortgage where they're only paying the interest. Well, what are we going to do next? Well, the only thing left is they got to pay less than the interest. Right, we can't even we can't even get the interest out of them, and oh. so this is where the invention of what's called a negative amortization loan came oh, from. Right, those this days. is all back, in the, and this is what caused it, Rob, because when the value went from three hundred to three fifty, and remember wages weren't going up, right? People weren't making any more money, so they couldn't afford to pay more than a thousand dollars a month. That's all they could afford. So we, as an industry, had to figure out how to fit a three hundred thousand dollars sales price into a one thousand dollar payment. And when the interest, when the monthly interest is more than $1,000, that didn't work very well. And so what we figured out is, well, here's what we'll do. Because home prices are going up so fast, we will give them a loan where they actually, the monthly payment is less than the interest. So on, on a normal loan, uh, amortization, right? Amortization, this is the word that describes as you make payments, the, the debt goes away, right? And this comes, amort comes from the, I think it's the Latin word, Greek, I think it's the Latin word, the Latin word to kill, Right. And so the idea is you are killing the debt. So if you owe $200,000, if it's an amortizing loan, every payment you make, you are killing the debt so that at the end of the scheduled payments, it will be zero. It will be dead. It will be killed. That's the idea behind amortization. And when you get a mortgage today, you get an amortization schedule that shows you how those balances go down. Well, negative amortization was the opposite. So now with every payment you make, your balance went up. Right, because remember the house price used to be two hundred and the payment was a thousand a month. Now the house price is three hundred and fifty thousand, and the payment still needs to be a thousand dollars a month so people will buy it because they don't have more wages. They can't afford to spend more than a thousand a month. And we, as an industry, had a lot of liberties back then to do whatever we wanted. And so the industry came up with the negative amortization adjustable rate mortgage, where the monthly payment you made, the thousand dollars you made, did not even cover the interest that was due, and the balance went up each and every month. So every month you owned the house. The balance went up. The balance went up. So, Rob, the next phase in that price going up, when the home price went to four hundred thousand, guess what? We were out of tricks. It was insanity. The in, the industry had nothing left. <laughs> we went from fixed rate amortizing, amortizing, reducing balance with monthly payments loan to adjustable rate mortgage to lower the rate temporarily, to interest only adjustable rate to lower the payment by not paying any principal to negative amortization, which is making a payment that isn't even big enough to cover the interest, so the principal increases every month. So when home values increased one more time, we as an industry had nothing to throw at it, and this is what caused home prices to crumble because no one was ever willing to pay more than $1,000 a month for that house because we weren't seeing the wage growth, right? So that's what happened. That's what caused the crash. Well, this time around, this time around, there are laws that prevent the industry from doing those things, right? And as of right now, we have not seen adjustable rate mortgages come back. We have not seen interest only come back. 
And you can't do negative amortization anymore uh, except under a very, very tiny, tiny window that basically means it will never come back, which is good because this is how we're going to prevent, you know, prevent another bubble from happening. So now what we're seeing is people buying houses at higher prices are having to pay higher payments, uh, which is the way it should be, right? This, this growth in home prices is not being fueled by creative financing in the mortgage industry. This growth in home prices is being fueled by people willing to pay higher monthly payments for houses because homes were too low. They were undervalued, right? They crashed too far. And now we have recovered. We continue to save thousands with Robert Palmer. Moments ago, I was talking about the saving thousands rules to success. Yes, those saving thousands rules to success are right there at savingthousands.com. The very first rule is always shop around. And that's number one by Robert because he knows of people that started off with a credit score of maybe 500 that have built that credit score over 800 just using some of these simple rules along the way. And maybe they didn't even realize they were using these rules. But after Robert has inspected tens of thousands of credit reports and uh, mortgage applications, he's seen a lot of things in common. And he's seen a lot of the practices that people follow to become empowered in charge consumers kind of fall into these 15 rules. So number one, he said was always shop around for all of your purchases, shop for the best possible deal and you won't have buyer's remorse. Rule number two is know your numbers. You've got to know your credit score. You've got to know your home value. You've got to know the balances on each and every one of your credit cards. You got to have your bank balance, your checking balance. You just need to know how much you've got. Just like a few minutes ago, I was talking about kind of like the saving thousands rules or sort of a GPS for money. Well, just like your GPS helps you save gas, you need to know how much gas is in the tank. Well, you need to know how much money that you have at hand and how much you've got in investments and how much you can have access to. Rule number three is simply the three-day rule. When you decide to buy something, don't just run out and impulse buy it because that could cause buyer's remorse. You never want that, okay? Take your time, find the right deal. And you know, sometimes after three days, well, the bloom is off the rose and you just don't want that product anymore. You've cast your focus on something else. But right now, Robert, refis are back. Oh, the crash is far behind us. And many of us have equity in our homes and don't even know it. But once we find out our home value and find out our equity, it's time to put our money to work for us. We should refi. Yeah, Robbie, so let's recap. Why, why was someone refinance? You yes, refinance to, to lower your interest rate, right? Because paying less interest is always, always better. I mean, <laughs> even, even, I mean, on a $200,000 loan, if you drop your interest rate just a half a percent, that's $1,000 in savings the first year. And if there's no closing costs, because I'm paying them all, that $1,000 in savings by just reducing your interest rate one half of a percent, it's $1,000 more in your pocket. Maybe you eliminate the PMI. There's people on a $200,000 loan, Rob, paying almost $3,000 a year in mortgage insurance on their, on their FHA loans. Okay, If you've got the equity now, we can eliminate that. We can eliminate that PMI. Now we're talking $3,000 in savings the first year from eliminating that high FHA PMI. Maybe $1,000 a year in savings by dropping the interest rate just a half. If you drop the interest rate 1% on a $200,000 and you're talking $2,000 in savings the first year. Maybe you go to a shorter term to maximize the savings, right? Shorter term loans carry lower interest rates. So maybe we do a 20-year loan or a 15-year loan, help you pay the home off faster. And look, the payment doesn't double. A lot of people think, oh, well, if my 30-year payment is 1,000, the 15-year payment will be 2,000. It doesn't work that way. You see, the way interest works, the way interest compounds, the shorter term does not double the payment. It's less because you're paying the mortgage off sooner. And so we can look at this. We can show you what 15 years look like. Let's cut seven, eight years off the back of your mortgage. Let's cut 10 years off the back of your mortgage. Let's cut five years off the back of your mortgage. That's big money saved. Maybe you need some cash out. Maybe you need to take cash out to pay off some credit card debt. Maybe you need to take cash out to pay off uh, a car loan. Maybe you need to take cash out to buy another property. Maybe you need to combine a first and a second mortgage. Maybe you've got a, a second mortgage that's an adjustable rate that's going to go up soon. Maybe you've got a home equity line of credit that's going to adjust soon. We can refinance all these things and combine them with your first into one low rate. We can give you cash out to invest in the stock market. We can do all these things. Uh, refinancing a mortgage is such a great financial tool. And the only reason people don't use this tool, Rob, is this tool is expensive. Yeah. This tool costs you normally three, four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000 in closing costs. There's lender fees. 
There's appraisal fees. There's doc stamps. There's intangible taxes. There's title insurance. There's closing fees. There's search fees, exam fees, survey fees, all of these fees, 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 recording fees. Not right now at RP Funding because I'm going to pay them all for you. All right, because I've built my company in a way that I can afford to take that three, four, five thousand $5,000 out of my pocket, out of my profit on the transaction, out of my revenue on the transaction, and give it back to you as a bribe to get you to, to get off your butt and refinance your loan and take advantage of the savings, save money, reduce interest whenever possible. That's one of our rules, right? I want you to do this. I want you to do this right now. I want you to save money. I want you to stop overpaying interest to your bank. I want you to stop leaving unnecessary years on the back end of your mortgage if we can reduce your term and eliminate them. Right? I mean, if your mortgage payment is $1,000 a month, that's $12,000 a year. If we knock five years off of the back of your mortgage, that's $60,000. If we knock 10 years off of the back of your mortgage, that's $120,000. People are making these kind of moves and saving this kind of money, and they're doing it right now with no closing costs at RP Funding, 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Call today. Or if you're busy today, store it in your phone and call us on Monday, 855-773-8634. Or go to rpfunding.com where you can apply online, rpfunding.com. Learn all about us on there. You can pick up past radio shows at savingthousands.com. This is all about me using one of my companies to help you follow the rules, to help you be a financial ninja, to help you maximize savings by making what is normally a very expensive transaction, a very expensive process, a mortgage refinance, completely free because I'm going to pay all of the closing costs for you when you refinance with RP funding on a conventional home loan to save you money. That's what it's all about. Let's get you out of that FHA mortgage. Let's get you out of that VA mortgage. Let's get you out of that USDA mortgage. Let's get you into a conventional mortgage. Let's try to eliminate that private mortgage insurance. Let's try to have the equity. Let's try to get you out of that. Let's try to save you as much money as possible. Let's get you on the right term. Let's cut years off the back. Let's cut the rate if we can. Let's cut the PMI. Let's do it. It's a free call. There's no obligation. We're here to help. 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. Or go to rpfunding.com. 855-773-8634. And that number again is 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. Call that number. You're going to find out something right from the answer. And that is that the consumer is always number one with the Robert Palmer family of companies. You are the one that we do all of this for. If we can provide you information, if we can help you kind of counsel you through any type of transaction that you've got going on financially, that's why we're here. And that's why Robert pays us to come to work each and every day. And I got to tell you, we're the luckiest people in the world. I mean, we get to work and know at the end of the day, when we lay our head on our pillow, that we've done something good. We have provided a service. We have empowered people. And if you're listening to this show, you want to be empowered. Let's go back to the rules for a minute. Those saving thousands rules to success. Yep, we've talked about a few of them. Well, let's pick it up. Rule number five is if you know their tricks, they won't work. Financial institutions spend millions of dollars every year, not only doing what they do for you, but to also take from you extra money. There's hidden fees. There's surcharges you didn't know you were paying. Sometimes you get billed for things you never agreed to. Well, if you know those tricks, then you'll be looking for them and you won't fall prey to them. All right. Rule number six is spread your knowledge. Educate your friends. Educate your family. When you learn something about finances, pass it along. For some reason, we have become a society of people who are uncomfortable talking about money. I mean, it used to be we were uncomfortable talking about religion or, you know, sex and things like that. Now that's all over the place. But we very seldom talk money. We very seldom talk finance, the very thing that everybody's got in common. Throughout your day, there come more and more opportunities to make money, but there's more and more opportunities for somebody to take your money. So that is basically rule number five. If you know their tricks, they won't work. Robert, I've been on the air with you for eight years and more and more. I tell people that Robert does this to pay back. He's paying it forward. And so that's, you know, that, that's really why I'm here. That's why I'm here to do this is I want to give back. You know, I've been blessed. RP funding is extremely successful. You know, we're one of the, the largest lenders in Florida now. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not owned by a bank. I don't have this group of shareholders. It's just me. 
you know, and, and I've been blessed. And, and so it's important to me to give back through education, but also through, through great deals. And, you know, so as we continue to do the show and, and, and try to try to educate people on what's going on and, and you know, we're, we're going to look at student loans, we're going to look at credit cards, we're really going to dig into all things financial. Uh, credit scores is another big one. You know, yeah, this is something we've, we've got to teach in schools. Uh, so many people do not understand how credit scores work, how credit reports work until it's too late, right? You know, all of a sudden you're, you're trying to buy that new car, you're trying to get a student loan for your kids or, you know, trying to get that, that new credit card or you're trying to buy a home. And now for the first time ever, you're hearing you have this thing called a credit score, you know, and you're trying to figure out what it means. You're you shocked. Know, like 580, is that good or bad? It's bad. You know, mm-hmm. 740, that's good. But nobody knows, you know, and what goes into that number? Where does it come from? You know, why do I have this number and he has that number? And I think I think we all, like, have this idea of, like, well, uh, I have bad credit. Well, what does that mean even? You know, bad credit, is that because you don't pay your bills? Is it because you've maxed out your bills? You know, a lot of people don't even understand really what bad credit means, you know. And, mm-hmm. and there's people that think by being only one or two days late, it'll give them bad credit. When in reality, nothing reflects negatively on your credit report until you've gone 30 days late. You know, so there's just, there's all these things that we're not taught and, you know, for me to come in here and, and share people, share it with people, tell them about it, share my life experiences. You know, I look at a lot of credit reports. You know, I see a lot of, I see a lot of what gets people in trouble. You know, when, when people call here and they want to buy a home and they call into RP funding and they're trying to get pre-approved and they don't have good credit, you know, and we talk to them about what happened, you know, and a lot of times it is. They, they got roped into something and usually for some people it starts young. You know, they go off to college mm-hmm. and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're that freshman year at school and, and there's the pretty girl at the tent offering them the, the credit card, and you know they get the they get the T-shirt, and they get the card with the school logo on it. And next thing you know, they feel like they've got three thousand dollars in free money, uh-huh. right? Because you know you, just, you go out there and charge this thing, and nothing's coming out of your bank account. And the first minimum payment's stupid low, like fifteen bucks. You're like, oh, this is easy. And the next thing you know, you know you're out buying drinks for all your buddies. You know you're buying <laughs> you got the new flat screen TV in your in your room, and and all of a sudden that thing hits max three thousand gone. And you're like, oh, I got to pay that back, you know, yeah. and plus interest, plus 30% interest. I mean, come on. And, and so, you know, we see, and the other thing is student loans. You know, a lot of people get really hung up on student loans. And, uh, you know, the, the important thing there is, is to really be conscious of how much you're borrowing, you know, and, and what's the education you're getting for it. You know, I'm a, I'm a big advocate. If you, if you do have to borrow a lot of the money for your college, I'm a big advocate of community college. Mm-hmm. You know, you can save a lot of that. money by doing that two years at, a, at, the, at the community college. And uh, you know, same quality of education. The online guys are the are the most expensive. They're they're one, they're some of the worst, you know. And again, they're using the same types of tactics. You know, they it was funny when the when the whole mortgage subprime crash happened. Rob, the a lot of the guys that were selling subprime mortgages went to the student loan, you know, to like the the for profit college industry because they could make the same kind of money. Oh yeah. And uh, and so there was this big investigation because it's you know the student loans are fairly guaranteed. And so when they were all defaulting at these certain for profit colleges. They launched these, you know, they launched these these investigations for what was going on, and that they found that the sales manual for some of these for-profit colleges was, I mean, they were using the the pain cycle, which is this kind of scummy sales technique where you really play on people's fear. They were giving away free laptops, you know, t- oh, take yeah. out this forty thousand dollars student loan and we'll give you a free laptop, you know. I mean, just again, this is that smoke and mirrors. This is that you know taking advantage of people that that financial services and. And companies are known for so, mm-hmm. and we're here to we're here to open that up. We're here to make all that a little more transparent in life, right, Rob? You bet, Robert. And as I said earlier in the broadcast, it gives us a lot of pleasure to come to work every day. The entire family, the Robert Palmer family of companies, we we feel great doing the jobs we do. We enjoy our jobs, and when I see people get off the elevator to come into our headquarters, everybody's smiling in the morning. Even on Monday morning, they're smiling. And when I see consumers walk in and out the doors, especially of the mortgage company, it is so heartwarming to see people realizing that American dream. You see them come in for the first time. Maybe they're just a little bit nervous. But even on that first visit, after they meet the people, they always turn around walking to the elevator, usually with one of our reps, and they're just happy. And we're happy to be here. And we're very happy that you were listening to us on this very radio station. And I'll tell you what, we're proud to be on this radio station. You know, I want you to think about something. We didn't just randomly end up on this station. No, this station was handpicked by Robert Palmer and our company for the sole purpose of reaching you. And we knew that the best radio station in this market to reach you 
the consumer, the person who wants to be empowered, was on this very radio station. So we're proud to be here. But at any time that you drive beyond the reach of this radio station, feel free to use your smartphone or your computer to go to savingthousands.com. You can listen to archived shows, or you can see a list of other radio stations that we're on at your upcoming destination or as you're driving to and from. And you can always get us on iHeart. Around the world, iHeartRadio has the Robert Palmer channel. Just put that in the search engine on iHeart, and you can listen to us 24 hours a day. Well, Robert, everybody listening to us right now can reach in their wallet or their purse, and they'll find those pieces of plastic. Yep, everybody's got those cards. Anyway, so on to, uh, on to credit cards. So uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of credit cards that I actually have right? right? And, uh, and why I have them and, and use them as an example to kind of show people the big differences that an interest rate can have. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to mention who my worst credit card is. And, and I will tell you the only reason I still even. Ha- so I got this credit card. Uh, when I got it, it was with a different bank. And then that bank went out of business and got sold. Like this thing's been moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and the interest rate got changed around a lot. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, the only reason I even keep this is because it's a trade line that has age on it. You know, as we're talking about credit, if I close this account, I think it has like a, a 15 or $18,000 limit on it. So if I close that account, then that's less available credit that I have, yeah. which can actually hurt my credit score by closing the account. So I keep it open and I'll use it at a gas station like once every two or three months and then pay it off immediately. Like, like literally Rob, I will use it, get in my car, pull up the mobile app and pay it off. <laughs> like I, I don't even mess with the, the, I don't even mess with the whole, uh, you know, the, the whole float and the whole, you know, time. I just, I hate this card. Nobody's getting, on, nobody's getting interest out of you. No, absolutely. It's on my, it's on my credit, whatever. But this thing's at like 29% interest. I mean, it's a, oh, it's a, te- it's a terrible card. And, and the funny thing is, so this is, you know, these are actually the, the two of the first credit cards I got. And so, you know, when I got this thing, I was young and I didn't have credit yet. And you kind of take what you can get. Sure. Right. And so it's a 29% interest. And then I have another card uh, that's through mid Florida schools credit union. I guess they don't call themselves schools credit. They just call themselves mid Florida now. They used to be the Mid-Florida Federal Schools Credit Union. Now they're just Mid-Florida. Yeah. They, they dropped the schools. Because, see, back then uh, it was a credit union for anyone who was a school teacher. And now it's anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone who knows a school teacher. I met one. Right, exactly. If you've ever been to school, ever, then, you, you, then you qualify to be a member. So <laughs> it, 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 you know, at some point some federal laws changed and credit unions were basically just to be able to say, oh, well, uh, we, our membership requirement is you have to have a pulse. Outstanding. You're a member. Got it. Anyway, so now anybody, you don't have to be, I mean, again, all you had to do was ever like know someone that went to school or if you've ever driven by a school or if you can spell school, you can join the Mid-Florida Credit Union because they don't even call themselves Mid-Florida Schools Credit Union anymore. But anyway, so I have a card with them that's it's 9.99% fixed. No way. A great interest rate for a credit card. Yeah. It's a, it's a Mid-Florida Platinum Visa. It's got 9.99% fixed. This is like the second credit card I ever got in my life. All right. Wow. 9.99% fixed. Uh, Mid-Florida schools, or Mid-Florida, they don't call themselves schools anymore. Yeah. I, I'm going to continually mess that up. Uh, they're based out of Polk County where I grew up, right? But they've got they've got branches in Tampa and Orlando now. They've really grown. And actually, I was at a Fannie Mae lender roundtable recently, and, and their head of mortgage was there as well. And really? we swapped some stories because yeah, I still bank there. You know, I mean, we we, 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 kill, we, we kill them in mortgage volume, but we had a good conversation, sure. and, and I bank there. Great bank, great, great credit card. Uh, I've got, I've, I've financed a lot of my cars there. I'm, a, I'm personally a fan of the credit union. I really am. I like the credit union model. Uh, you know, in, in, in Tampa, Lakeland, I like mid Florida In Orlando. I like Fairwinds. Um, but I'm a big fan of the credit union model. Uh, from my experience, credit unions tend to do a little better job of, of all the things I talk about here on the radio. Um, they're more transparent. They, they don't try to be vampires with their clients. Um, and they do a great job at that on credit cards and car loans, the things they control. The problem is when it comes to mortgages, most of them just broker their mortgages off to some other company. Oh, yeah. And that company does act like a vampire because it's not a credit union. It's a mortgage company here, a big bank. Mm-hmm. And so we find, I find credit unions are very, very competitive in credit cards and car loans and personal loans, but they're not as competitive in mortgages because they don't have the volume to compete. You know, where, where when they're loaning out their own money, uh, for credit cards and things, they can they really do take care of their consumer. But then when they're just going to sell the mortgage off to somebody else, and if they're going to keep the mortgage, which they do on adjustable rate mortgages, most of them don't keep fixed rate mortgages. They only keep adjustable rate mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they go to sell that mortgage or broker that mortgage off to the other guy, the other guy is the vampire. He's the one with all the crazy fees and the crazy rates. And anyway, it's my two cents. So uh, so let's say that uh, I've got, a, I owe, let's say I owe $10,000 on that 29% card, right? That's $2,900 in interest. Okay, that's a lot. It's ugly. Big lot. You know, 
And uh, and then let's say I owe that same $10,000 on my mid-Florida visa. That's only $990. I mean, so right there, you can get a real clear picture of uh, the course of a year, the difference between these two cards. I mean, that, it's a, almost a $2,000 difference. I mean, what are some things you would do with $2,000, Rob? I'm telling you right now, I'd take that. That would be four cruises for me. Four cruises. That'd be yeah. four cruises this year. So the difference between having a crappy credit card and a, and a good credit <laughs> card would be four cruises for you. I mean, that's... I think that's awesome. I, I don't know what I would, I would, I, I fix That's like a really good TV and a really good surround sound system. Like you a could major, you could like deck out your entire entertainment room for $2,000. Uh, it's almost a down payment on a house. I mean, you're getting close. Oh yeah. You know, there's yeah. some loan programs where 3,500, 4,000 down. So that's a good, that's a good, uh, good steps toward a down payment on a house. All these things just by having the right credit card, you know, and, and, and moving a balance from a crappy credit card to a good credit card and, and this is the stuff a lot of people don't even pay attention. You're not saying no my numbers, are you? You're not yeah, going there. Oh, yes. Huh, rule number two, got to know your numbers. And rule <laughs> number one, you got to shop around. You know, when somebody offers you, and this, this 29 is a really ex- extreme example. Uh, what I see most people is more more like 23s, 24s. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've got a, one of my, my Chase Visa, I think, is like 15.9. Uh, and then the balance transfer rate's like 19.9. Their mid-Florida card at 9.99 is just is just great. That is phenomenal. You know, it's, and it's fixed. It's phenomenal. We're going to help you save on fees coming up on the show. But right now, I want to talk about another tool that the Robert Palmer family of companies brings your way. I talked about savingthousands.com, and wow, the research team has been busy on savingthousands.com. They've made it even more empowering if that's possible. And they really have, because right now, the homepage has been redesigned to make savingthousands.com easier than ever to access exactly the information you want. You'll be able to find radio shows that we have archived easier. You'll be able to find articles by topic easier. And I'll tell you what they've done. Across the top of the page, the homepage of savingthousands.com, you got to spell out thousands, you will see tabs directing you to the rules that I've been talking about. You'll see a tab for radio shows. That's past archive shows, right? You'll see station listings, and a little while ago, I talked about the fact that when you're traveling, you can pick up Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer on many stations, hand-picked stations by Robert Palmer and Company. And there's another tab that says Home Value Hotline. Now, that tab alone can bring you to a form where you can request your home value, a very precise figure that has been determined by local real estate professionals that work with Robert Palmer to give you the information without trying to garner your name for some kind of a mailing list or some kind of .com. That's not going to happen when you get the Home Value Hotline. Very, very cool tool for you to have. And of course, below that, you're going to find eight more tabs that help you go to different facets of the economy that interest you. Well, Robert, let's talk about fees for a minute because RP Funding, your company, charges no upfront fees, no lender fees, no application fees. It's crazy. But boy, out there, I think every other mortgage company that I know of is charging silly fees. And to me, that means less home because more money's going into fees and less going into bricks and mortar. So tell us about it. Yeah. So the first thing is you have what's called lender fees, right? So in most cases, the the mortgage company is going to charge you a thousand to two thousand dollars in lender fees. Ouch. And, and in the industry, we call these junk fees. And these are just excess profits for mortgage companies. And it's just it's big banks and, and big greedy companies making extra profits, right? That's all it is. Uh, or it's because the company cuts the pie up too many ways, right? You've got a mortgage broker trying to get paid, and then you've also got a correspondent lender trying to get paid, and you've got the lender trying to get paid, and the servicer trying to get paid. So you've got so many hands in the pot that they have to charge you these fees. Uh, as, as a direct lender going from consumer all the way to loan servicing, there's only one hand in the pot, and it's mine, right? And I don't have shareholders, and I don't have stockholders, and I'm not a public company, and I don't report to a board of directors. I do whatever I want because I own this company, and I'm not going to charge those fees. So right off the bat, we're 1000 to 2000 cheaper. I don't have to pay those for you because I just don't charge them, right? Then we get into the nitty-gritty. So I'm going to use Florida as an example. You know, We offer these no-closing-cost refis in Tennessee, Florida, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Alabama, all the states that we're licensed in, but I'm going to use my example here in Florida. So in Florida, uh, you have uh, an appraisal, roughly 350 bucks. We're going to reimburse you for that. You have title insurance. Uh, and so on a $200,000 house, uh, you're going to have uh, title insurance, which is going to be, it's 500, it's 500, excuse me, yeah, $575 per hundred thousand, right? So on a, on a $200,000 loan, you're going to have 1150 bucks in title insurance, 
there's like another three, four, maybe 500 bucks in title closing fees. Uh, and these, again, these are like the junk fees for the title company, for the title search, the exam, the closing fees. We'll call that 400 bucks. Uh, on a $200,000 loan in Florida, you have doc stamps and intangible tax. These go to the state. That's $1,100 on that $200,000 loan. Then your county recording fees, we'll call that 200 bucks. Uh, so right there, what are we looking at, Rob? We got 1150, 22, 26, 28. So that's about 3,200 bucks mm -hmm, in closing mm -hmm. costs that I'm paying for you, wow. right? Plus, I'm not charging you the thousand to two thousand in lender fees. So if I'm if I'm going to actually write the check for you for the roughly thirty one, thirty two hundred in costs, and then I'm not going to charge you the thousand to two thousand in costs, you're talking total savings, total costs eliminated for you, the the person refinancing their mortgage of. $5,000, four to $5,000 yep. in savings uh -huh. by me paying those costs for you and then not charging you lender fees. And it's simple. It's a phone call away. RP funding, 855-773-8634. I have closed probably thousands of these at this point where I've picked up the tab on all the closing costs. Uh, it's worked wonderfully. We're receiving referrals. Our purchase business is up. This has been one of the best business decisions I made. Again, a business decision I made that everyone thought I was crazy. My own chief operating officer almost had a heart attack when I announced on the radio that I was going to pay all the closing costs, she thought I was crazy. All my competitors thought I was crazy. They thought I was going to put myself out of business by giving away all this money and paying people's closing costs. And it's ended up being one of the best business decisions I ever made right after eliminating all the lender fees seven years ago. 855-773-8634. Once again, I'm revolutionizing the way mortgages get done by doing refinance loans with no closing costs. I'm paying them all for you. All right, we're not financing them in, we're not building them in. I am simply paying them for you out of my potential profits and it's working and it's been working all year. 855-773-8634, that's 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Who should refinance, Rob? I tell you what, anyone right with now, a everybody. Anyone that's right. Anybody with a with a, a higher <laughs> higher interest rate, right? And and by higher, I mean I would say anything over maybe four, four and a quarter, uh -huh. you should look at, because yeah. if we can put you on a 15 year or a 10 year and cut that term, uh, anything, if you're in the, in the fours or higher, it's worth taking a look at. If you have an FHA loan and you're paying mortgage insurance, if you're paying any type of mortgage insurance, we should take a look at it. If you have a second mortgage, that second mortgage may reset soon, right? That the Ooh. home equity line of credit, the payment may triple on you because the, there's a 10 year draw period on those home equity lines. We see this a lot, Rob. People get to the 10th year on their home equity line Right. We're here in 2000. You know, you're, you're looking back 10 years from now and it was right kind of at the height of the boom when people were buying a lot of houses. Those home equity lines of credit will start to what's called reset, which is after the 10 year draw period that's interest only. They triple your payment because now it's time to pay them back. OK, it's time to pay back the principal. Mm. And so people see those HELOC payments triple and that's when they want to refinance with it. Maybe you have an adjustable rate mortgage and you want to go to a fixed. Maybe you need to take some cash out. Right. Maybe you need to do a debt consolidation loan. Maybe you need to just get cash out for whatever. So you can do a cash out mortgage with us. We'll loan you up to, you know, 80% of the home's value and give you the, the cash. Take it and do whatever you want with it. Invest in the stock market, right? You can uh, use it to pay off credit cards. Use it to buy a new car. Use it to put a kid through college. You can do whatever you want with that cash. You can access that home equity with us, right? Uh, you, can, you can go from an arm to a fixed. You can shorten your term. You can lower your payments. You can eliminate PMI. So anyone with an FHA loan, anyone who needs to access that equity, anyone who needs to shorten their term, anyone who wants to lower look at lowering their interest rate because they're, they're above, say, a four and a quarter rate. Uh, and we can look at 15 years and 20 years and 30 years and all these different terms for you. We can run all the different numbers. We can run all the different scenarios. There's no cost. There's no obligation for us to take a look at it and show you what we can do, show you how we can save you money. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call at 855-773-8634. I'm going to pay all the closing costs. We're going to give you a great deal. We're going to help you refinance. We're going to help guide you down the right path. 855-773-8634. It's with my personal mortgage company, the one I own, RP Funding. I have no shareholders, no stockholders, no board of directors, no greedy owners telling me what to do. I can do whatever I want, and I want to pay all your closing costs. I want to remove the barrier to entry because I want to help all of my financial ninjas. I want every radio show listener to have their mortgage with my company, right? You know, RP Funding is one of the companies in the Robert Palmer family of companies. I want every one of my listeners, every one of my financial ninjas to move their mortgage over to us, to have their mortgage with me at RP Funding. And the way to do that was to remove the barrier to entry, remove the barrier, remove the cost, remove the downside, which is the closing costs. So you have nothing but upside. And I did that to fill up our portfolio, to fill up our client list. And you can take advantage of it right now with me paying all of your closing costs. We're talking three, four, five thousand dollars worth of closing costs. You do not have to pay 
because I'm either not charging them or I'm paying them for you, depending on what it is. If it's a lender fee, I'm not charging it because I don't. If it's a third-party cost, a state fee, a title insurance, an intangible tax, an appraisal, I'm paying it for you. Either way, you don't have the burden of these costs. I'm paying them for you. They're not added into the loan. They're not hidden in the loan. I'm paying them for you out of my profits. We have the money to do it. It's worth it for me to give up today to earn tomorrow, to earn your trust, to earn your relationship, to make you part of the Robert Palmer Company's family, the RP Funding family, and it's a simple phone call away, 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Now, Rob, it took me almost 15 years to perfect a company that could do this, yep. a company that could pay enough less in commissions and, and sales costs and run efficiently enough in the middle and be able to securitize loans directly with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Ginnie Mae. Out of like 100,000 mortgage companies in the country, there's only like 300 of us that have that level of approval to securitize loans with Fannie, Freddie, and Ginnie. And I own one of those companies, and I'm proud of that. And it's taken me 15 years in my career to build a company that can afford to do things like pay all of your closing costs on a refinance and still turn a profit and still see a financial benefit. I'm not a greedy guy. I'm not trying to get rich off of one customer. I'm trying to build customers for life. I'm trying to empower my financial ninja army to reduce their interest rates, to save money, to be smarter consumers. I've been blessed with my successes in life, and this is all part of me giving back and helping others. It's the reason I do this radio show. It's the reason I spend $2.5 million, $2 million of my own money on airtime to get out here and tell people how to save money and spread the Saving Thousands rules and spread the Financial Ninja Handbook and help people move in the right direction. And right now, through one of my companies, I'm helping you reduce interest. I'm helping you refinance your mortgage with no barrier to entry, with no downside, with no negative, because there are no closing costs, because I'm paying them all. It's part of my plan to give back and my plan to empower my listeners right here on the radio. And it's a simple phone call away. Call us right now. We'll give you a, a free quote. We'll give you a free mortgage analysis. We'll show you what it looks like to not pay these costs and to maybe eliminate your PMI, maybe reduce your term, maybe reduce your interest rate, uh, maybe take some cash out, maybe consolidate a first and a second mortgage. Whatever you need to do, we're here to help. 855-773-8634. It's a simple toll-free phone call. No obligation. 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING. 855-773-8634. Or go to rpfunding.com. And once again, I want to point out that when you call that number, there's no obligation, but it's a great way to start the conversation. I guarantee you, the customer comes first. The customer is our only priority right here at the Robert Palmer family of companies. So as we end up another great show with you on behalf of the entire staff, I want to thank you for listening in. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the other tools that we provide you along the way. The Saving Thousands Rules to Success, the Saving Thousands Radio Show, and of course, our 24-hour nonstop Robert Palmer Saving Thousands iHeart channel. Also, the access that you have to Robert Palmer and his vast knowledge through Ask RP. That's right. You can ask RP by simply going to savingthousands.com. And of course, we offer you that home value hotline at 866-222-8231. That's 866-222-8231. You can even text us your home address and we can give you your home value that way on the home value text line at 35353. That's 35353. Until we see you again, save thousands with Robert Palmer.